Lean on me. There are moments at Mercy Home that inspire me and make visible the beauty and grace that flows through this mission. There are moments that occur randomly, spontaneously, and always when one's guard is down. All of the young people who live with us were gathered in our cafeteria as a family to share a wonderful Thanksgiving dinner and to reflect on the many good things that God has brought into our lives. What a sight to behold as I walked in to lead us in prayer and in celebration. As I looked across the cafeteria, I stopped for a moment to give silent thanks to God for all that laid in front of me, for all that God has made possible in the lives of our children, and for all of you who sustain this life-giving mission. After the prayer service and grace, we enjoyed a wonderful dinner with all the fixings, as they say. Afterwards, our youth choir led all of us in a sing-along. The name of the choir was Harmony, Hope, and Healing. How appropriate that was. The song chosen for the occasion was one of my favorites, a Bill Withers classic entitled Lean On Me. Its lyrics reflected perfectly what our co-workers and our youth do for one another. We lean on each other. We depend on one another. Nearly everyone, our youth care workers, our young people, and our special guests joined in the singing. The room was filled with joy and celebration. About halfway through, I noticed Jeremy, who was standing next to Laura, his therapist. While everyone else was singing and waving their arms to the music, Jeremy stood unmoved and unmovable like a stone pillar. His arms were folded across his chest. He wore a defiant scowl. He refused to show even a hint of willingness to enter into the celebration and the spontaneous joy of the moment. Jeremy was clearly not in a spirit of celebration or a spirit of joy. The truth was that Jeremy routinely refused to join in with his peers when he first came to us. He was usually distant. When he did interact with his peers, it was often with the intent to provoke them in some way. He struggled to build relationships with youth care staff, avoiding them as much as he could. Jeremy was strongly opinionated, too. And, as it was clear to see on this evening, he could be very stubborn. Jeremy's demeanor was rooted in the very unstable and uncertain environment from which he came. His mother drank and used drugs and was more or less absent from his life from a very early age. Jeremy was close to his father, with whom he had lived, who struggled with joblessness and with anger. Then after an altercation with a neighbor, Jeremy's father went to jail. The separation was especially hard on Jeremy, who went to live with an aunt and an uncle. Though not physically abusive, they largely ignored Jeremy, focusing their attention instead on Jeremy's cousins. His social withdrawal deepened. Jeremy's sour expression was such a contrast to the overwhelming joy and frivolity that surrounded him, but he seemed particularly annoyed on this night. It's understandable. Jeremy may simply have had bigger things on his mind. It happens to all of our kids. No matter how happy the occasion, they often struggle. Like all kids, they have their good days and they have their bad days. 
Maybe someone said something unkind to Jeremy at school. Maybe he got into an argument with a roommate at the home. Maybe he just didn't see why he should be thankful when he'd rather have the life of a regular kid living in a house in the suburbs with two loving and stable parents. Thankfully, because of your generosity, all of our children have people to lean on. Those who work with our young people have a special gift of seeing every interaction as a potential moment to create change. Jeremy's therapist, Laura, was singing and swaying in time to the music. She saw her moment to break through the wall that Jeremy had built between himself and others, and she did so almost literally. Laura began to sway more and more widely in an exaggerated fashion until she finally bumped into Jeremy with one of her shoulders. He was taken aback. His scowl was now focused on this intruder into his self-imposed solitude. Laura bumped into him again and again as the music continued. Jeremy did not budge. He did not smile. In fact, the more Laura hounded Jeremy to let down his guard and to give joy a try, the more annoyed he became. But Laura persisted. She bumped into Jeremy over and over again, as if chipping away at that wall. After enough times, a small crack appeared in the facade, and a suggestion of a smile could be seen breaking at one corner of Jeremy's mouth. Slowly, it widened and became broader. He could no longer beat back his embarrassment and the gratitude that he must have felt just knowing that someone cared that much. Someone was going to dare him to be happy, even if just for the length of a song. Finally, it happened. Jeremy's arms unlocked, and he joined in the rhythmic movement of the song. The music itself finally began to flow from his heart and through his lips. Jeremy was actually singing. What a moment of grace. I have often reflected on that moment as I think about God's love for my co-workers, for our children, and for our benefactors, for you and for me. It has remained for me a very memorable symbol of how God works, how God reaches out to us every day. It reminds me of how persistent God is in getting our attention, how he chases down the fleeing soul, the lost lamb. God, the hound of heaven, is forever trying to capture our attention, to capture us. God invites us to enter into the dance, the song, the beauty of life. That evening was truly a wonderful Thanksgiving. The miracles that occur each day here, just like this one, are cause to give thanks to God and to you, our friends, who make them possible.